Don't stay awake for too long. Don't go to bed. Yeah. Join us at Pajama Party where we talk about friendships, love, movies, and anything you can dream of. Heart to heart talks. We got ya. Get your jams on, cars. You're in for a girls' night with Charmaine, Janelle, Denise, and Lydia. Only on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Back to another episode of Pajama Party. I'm Janelle. I'm Denise. I'm Charmaine. I'm Lydia. And today we'll be talking about relationships. And this episode is kind of special because we asked for your questions on Instagram story and we'll be answering them throughout the show. So do stay tuned for that. Okay, let's get us started. Are we all in a relationship? Question. Yes. <laughs> yes, for me. So, um, Janelle and Shamina, yes. Denise also. Oh, yes, me too. Oh, okay. I'm. Not, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Never mind, Lydia. We find you someone by the end of this podcast. Um, Lydia is single. <laughs> Whether she's available. Denise single. So, I don't think I'm looking for something right now. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. Sorry, no chances there. I <laughs> <laughs> should still try though. I shoot your shot. No. <laughs> Okay, so how did okay for those who have partners, how how did you or when or where did you meet your current partner? Janelle can go first. Me? You wanna hear me go first? Okay, mine was from Project Aphrodite, which is Oh my god. I think ours was like a very like unusual story because normally like Aphrodite people don't really work out. I you think you explain like Aphrodite to people who don't know what's that. Oh yeah, okay. Aphrodite is like this dating algorithm. So you basically fill in like a questionnaire with like a lot of questions about like your preferences, your um deal breakers, whatsoever. And then they will match you with someone. And then there's like a ranking also. So apparently me and my boyfriend, right? Like our ranking was 32. And one, like the ranking one is like your match is like your rank each other the first. So 32 isn't that great of a number. But like it still worked out. So it's okay. So yeah, uh, that's how we met last year <laughs> on Aphrodite. Okay, what about you, Denise? Okay, uh, before that, fun fact, I actually joined Aphrodite also this year, but it's this in year? The pl- yeah, but the platonic side, because they <laughs> offer two tracks. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, you got me. I was so scared just now. My same I'm reaction loyal, to I'm loyal, loyal. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's quite interesting because um, actually, I'm my group mate for one of my module became my Aphrodite. Body as well. Cute. Yeah, it's such a small world. So for in terms of meeting where I met my boyfriend, um I actually met him when I was in year two from volleyball. Yeah, and then he was my eye candy. Oh so cute. Yeah. Then oh. he he texted no, rather he talked to me first on court, then after that he texted me. You know. What's court? Oh, on the, the at the volleyball, volleyball court. court. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thought you were cute too. That's so cute. Maybe. <laughs> like, do you ever tell him that um you EC him? Yeah, I told him, but a while after we got together. And then oh, he was like, oh, I EC. Yeah, he just got shy. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I can't maintain when I hear these cute stories. I cannot. Yeah, then Charmaine, you went? Oh, funny. We met on dating apps. I think it was Tinder or Bumble. It was uh-huh. last year. Like, we were both like... Okay, like, honestly, we didn't, like, want anything serious. We were just, like, there for fun. And then we just started hanging out. And we both are entering uni at the same time. So we were just like, okay, nothing serious. Um, But mega fail look where we are now. <laughs> I have a question for you, Shamim. <laughs> what? Who's the most handsome French Singaporean person you've met? I don't want to answer this. Okay, fine. I'm just going to say, okay, Jules, are you hearing this? It's you. Next. So, Shamim, you're in a long distance relationship, right? Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, so uh, my boyfriend's in Boston, yeah, in the States, and I'm in Singapore, so 12 hours difference. My 9am is his 9pm. So it's kind of hard talking because we have very little time. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. let's stay positive. <laughs> I think let's hope it goes, it goes well. 
How long were y'all together before he flew over to Boston and y'all started the long distance relationship? Actually, quite early. We started like talking like March, April, March last year. Mm-hmm. This year, this year, March. Yeah, so we hang out like April all the way until he flew overseas. Oh, it's been two months already since he's ah, overseas. Hey, you can do this. Just hang in there. Was it difficult when he was like about to like fly overseas? I mean, yeah, because at that point, then we really kind of realized that we really like each other, I guess. Oh, <laughs> you cry or something when he flew? No, I didn't cry, but he keeps crying, you know. Just, you know, he was on the way He cried me a river, bro. <laughs> I was oh like, my. stop. You gotta stop crying. It's not that difficult. <laughs> Okay, okay, but like, will you feel that it was difficult? Like, okay, I have a lot of questions about LDR because like, I feel that I won't survive at LDR but was it very difficult Honestly, to... that's what I said. I was like, I'll never get into LDR or whatever. Yeah. How I mean, you he cool? also said the same thing lah. But, hello, we are here again. <laughs> 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 I keep saying the same thing. Yeah. How do Exception. I what? Exceptions were made for each other. How do you like, deal with it? Because okay, I would assume like, two months is like still the honeymoon phase, right? How do you like, deal with him being overseas and how do y'all like manage it I mean communication law every time I feel like upset or something I will just tell him honestly it's so bad like I always like I'm in my mood that I just like say like being so moody and angry but then he never get angry lah he understand he just knows then I'll just send him like you know when I see TikToks I was like oh my god this is me like being angry <laughs> and all that stuff and then he's like yeah I know so cute. Yeah. Okay, so we have some questions from um last week that we wanted to follow up on, which is, is your boyfriend your best friend? <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> I would say mine is, mine is my best friend. But yes, he's my best friend. Lah. I will consider him my best friend because like any, every time I do something that like I'm super proud or like I wanted to show off, like he's the first person I want to tell, you know? Mm, your number one confidant yes so i hope you're hearing and listening to this podcast until this point just saying <laughs> he stops here he stops here he's like okay that's yeah. all. <laughs> he's like he listened for five minutes and said bye what about you denise is yours your best friend mm, yeah i realized after we got together it's a lot more fun and i can open up to him more. So yeah, everything ha- anything that happens throughout the day, I'll just tell him. Okay. Yeah, it's like the little things you do that you're super proud of, like in, like achievements or anything, and you just want to tell them. Mm. Mm. I get, I get. Oh oh I'm so Lydia. sorry, Lydia. <laughs> it's what like about you, Lydia? <laughs> Lydia is not speaking at all. Lydia, what are your thoughts? Mm, yeah, what do you think? Like, do you think your future boyfriend will be your best friend? I mean, I'm still best friends with my ex. <laughs> Wait, Wait legit? <laughs> Wait, that brings us to our next topic soon. It's like, we're still pretty close. And like, we're like, you know, like, we know like, it's not gonna go anywhere. So we're fine. And then, um, okay, you are staring at me really hard. <laughs> <laughs> we're all it's just like, you? Sure, our face of like... <laughs> and then like, really... Like, we're both really chill people. So when we ended, it was, like, very mutual. And we were both, like, very chill with it also. And we're just like, okay, like, let's move on from this. And then we just continue being friends. And now we're still, like, we're still really close. And we're still, like, besties. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you all ended on, like, pretty good terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was, I was, like, curious about this, right? Because it's, like, in my past relationships, right, I was always never really friends with the people that I dated because mm-hmm. I felt that like if I see you as a dating prospect then I don't really consider you a friend mm-hmm. it's like you're already not in the friend zone yeah mm-hmm. so like, I was wondering like are your were your boyfriends your best friends before they became your boyfriend no no, no. 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 <laughs> I met him on dating apps <laughs> yeah no <laughs> it's like if you meet on like dating app or like Aphrodite, right? Like the intention is to go into a relationship, right? So that's what you like kind of like go straight into rather than like the friendship. So it's like I built my friendship with him while we were dating. How about you, Denise? Just was face to face, right? Because he talked to you on the call or 
yeah, but it's like half half of Sam ago, or rather, yeah, one Sam ago actually. Uh, so like we first talked, then afterwards just talk a while, then we didn't talk. Yeah, after the 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 conversation restarted again. Uh, this summer, and then um, <laughs> no, he didn't call me on the call. <laughs> so I'm super lame. Yeah, but after that, only when we started talking again, post finals for this for last time, then yeah, that was when we started getting closer. Lo. I see, I see. Fun mm. fact: Jules flicked on me on the first date. Okay, <gasps> it's not really the first date, lah. He just like say um, like let's hang on this date. But on that day, he's like, oh, I can't make it. So I did it back to him on the second time. <laughs> <laughs> so the second Such time, he's like, I was like, okay, sure. Let's hang out. But then I flicked on him last minute. <laughs> okay, I'm surprised that like it still continued. But it sounds like you guys are the kind who are like banter or like yeah. speaker a lot. Mm. Is it true? Um, it's more like I'm super chill. Then like I don't get angry easily, yeah. That's why. Yeah. So okay, just play okay. along. <laughs> okay, but would y'all say that y'all fight a lot in your relationships? No way, not at all, actually. Like fight, not really. Do you? Do you guys fight? No. No. Yeah, not really, not really yeah. Okay, wow, well, we are all mature ladies. <laughs> okay, the next question is um what pet peeves do you have in a relationship? If there are any. Pet peeves, ah. Uh. Yeah, like what does what is something that if your partner does, it will like irritate you or like I don't know. <laughs> I think like I have like you know the very generic ones, law. If like they okay, I don't know if this is generic, but I think it's generic. I don't like it when people are like too queenly. So it's Queenie? like yeah, oh. yeah, when they when they are like oh like um, where are you now, uh or like let's hang out like every single day. I don't like that because I feel like I really need my personal space. Yeah, and also like another pet peeve is like if they don't treat okay if they don't treat old people, their family, wait stuff and <laughs> stuff yeah wait stuff yeah. animals well yeah. Okay. So if I yeah. see being rude to like other people, then I'm immediately like turned off. I'm immediately like. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Same sentiments. I feel like it's such a telling thing, right? Yeah, correct. Like about that person's personality. Do you guys have any pet peeves? You know, I just I mean, googled. <laughs> I googled for like pet peeves and partner, and then something came out damn funny. They were like saying, "I'm fine when you're not actually fine." <laughs> <laughs> actually, wow, well, that's like another topic for arguments. Eh? Okay, but you sometimes you just don't want to argue. That's why you say you're fine, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not that you are like purposely do that. You just want to make it into a big deal. So you just like, "I'm fine." Like, I'm yeah. going to cool off in 10 minutes. Just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I would react to things also. Same. Okay, so I guess we don't have, like, very, like, a lot of pet peeves. Yeah. Okay, I think you can use this as a dedication platform. What do you like about your partner? <laughs> <laughs> your boyfriend would thrive off this podcast. <laughs> go, Denise. You go first. Oh, okay. Shout out to my boyfriend for being super understanding. Because I do a lot of things. Yeah, then usually I don't have that much time to spend with him also. But with with each time that we meet, I always just make sure I dedicate all my time and um, effort and just spend all that we have together. Like, and then, um, so that's one. Because I know, I think he wants to meet more, but sometimes I cannot because my schedule cannot fit. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, and then I'm also very appreciative of how caring he is. So sometimes he will just make sure like he will walk me to the bus stop before he goes his own way. Yeah, and then I think that's really very sweet. Aww. I'm like so smiley from hearing this. It's just so cute. Is this your favorite podcast? <laughs> podcast show? Yeah, maybe. It's just it's just so cute. It's so wholesome. <laughs> oh my you, Shabir? Are you evading this question? Because you don't want Jules to disturb you. <laughs> Yes, he's not good. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, but I think um, I like him because he's very driven and passionate like about his school and work stuff. And he's, okay, I noticed that he's very nice to service stuff. Like whenever we go out and stuff, he, he, um, he treats the waitress and waiters really well. Very nice. And he's just very considerate. 
like he doesn't act like a like a sport kid I guess <laughs> like, like, like you know when you go out and eat then they like they just don't treat the people mm-hmm. like yeah the waitress and waiter really well but he always he's very nice super nice Plus points yes bonus points Okay, you, first, you, I would like go. to dedicate to Lydia, who is like, not just kidding. As in, because I feel so bad. Okay, I just want to say, Lydia, I love you. You're like, the sweetest person on this earth. I really don't have to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I feel like you guys mean bad for me. It's just making me more awkward. Because I'm like, I like completely, I, I chose this life, man. I felt so liberated after I like broke up. You're so baller. You guys should have joined the Aphrodite thing, eh? And then, no, I'm not really into like looking for anybody right now. What I'm not looking for, yeah. Busy, man. I don't know how you all do it. We yeah. support independent lifestyle. Okay, you can meet them organically, you know. They're yeah. Korean drama kind. You bump into each other, your books oh. drop. <laughs> like that. You, you walk on the sidewalk and then you bump into each other, you're like... <gasps> and then your backdrop or like your books drop and then they pick it up for you. Yeah, and then like you hate each other at first, yeah. but then like after a while you get to know each other, then you're like, yeah, no, like I'm, I'm just like not really into relationships right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, to further emphasize, we said books. <laughs> okay, that's great clarification. Yeah, but then I want to hear what you what what you're about to dedicate to your boyfriend. Oh my god. I don't know how to say it to him as a person. I feel like I'm very like awkward when it comes to like expressing myself. But, what do you like, like about him? Yeah, what do you like about him? He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so straightforward. No, so you know, right? Like I used to like this K-pop guy, like my very, very first like Korean idol bias. And they have the same smile. Later I show you when we're on break, okay? They have the same smile. So there was like, a joke that I've been saying, I'm like, yeah, just because he looks cute, okay? But, like, superficial-wise, like, aside, I feel like he's very patient. Like, he's a very, like, patient person. And because, right, I feel like I have days where I'm, like, super angsty. So that kind of, like, calm... Like, he's super chill, right? That when my friend, when, like, my friend met him, right, he was, like, he's so, like, chill, right? He's, like, zen. So it's, like, it kind of, like, evens my angst. <laughs> and, like, also, he pushes me out of my comfort zone also. Like, I really hate exercising, right? But he will force me to exercise. <laughs> like he will yeah he will like bring me for walks and stuff like that like yeah and he likes animals so we always go to the zoo so yeah I feel like he's that kind of like buddy not say buddy like, like he's like the emotional partner he's also like the adventure buddy shout out to my boyfriend if you're listening to this oh but he very supportive right? he listens to all my podcasts so if you're listening to oh, this I appreciate so you oh, I appreciate you if your boyfriend listens to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I think she wins one will after this episode because he sent a question specifically for her. Exactly. <laughs> Denise, is your boyfriend yes, listen? Yes, he heard. Aww. He's been listening since the first podcast. Aww! Really, we really have a gang, gang of supportive boyfriends. Okay, but like that was super cute, very wholesome. Later on, we're gonna talk about not so cute things. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna like now it's like butterflies and all, right? Later on, it's gonna be like a little more of the other side of relationships, like right after this break. So you know, let's just stay tuned for that. We'll answer more questions since bulk of the questions were about past relationships. So you know, let's just yes, um, we'll help you guys. Yeah, stay yeah. tuned for that. We're gonna go for a quick break. We'll catch you later. Bye. party um for this talk set we're back with a scandalous topic red flags of past relationships so we've gathered your questions from our instagram and turns out a lot of you are very curious about our exes or (laughs) 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 like our exes specifically but like you know like you guys are curious about exes in general general yes past relationships in general so we're here to answer your questions okay the first question is a would you rather question so it's would you rather be cheated on and find out or 
dumped without any explanation. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Both hurt, man. <laughs> yeah. I cannot, I cannot decide now. Oh, I think I was I'm, cheated on. I think I be... Sorry, you go, you go ahead. I say um cheated on because like, you know it's not your fault. If you get, you're getting dumped without an explanation, you might feel like it's part of your, like you are at fault, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'd rather get dumped without an explanation because like the way I see it, right? It's like, I feel like I don't think my self-esteem could handle it if I got cheated on. So it's like, I, if I know that I got cheated on, I'm like, okay, this person specifically chose somebody over me. So I'm like, I don't think I can handle that. So I'd rather be dumped without an explanation. Interesting, because that's how I would feel the opposite way. I feel that my self-esteem cannot handle if I was dumped without a reason. Because then I won't know if it's me or not. Like, if I get cheated on and I find out, right, there's still some form of, like, closure. And the reason may not be me, so then I don't feel, like, guilt or, like, anything. But if I get dumped without an explanation, right, like, I will be thinking the whole time that there's a chance that the problem was me. <laughs> I don't think I can deal with that. <laughs> I feel like when you when like someone cheats on you, right? It's like, oh, okay, like maybe it's like not a very mature way of thinking, but I can't get past like the whole like comparison thing, like someone mm. somebody else. Yeah, mm. so it's like, I don't know, man. Like I think I would rather just get dumped. Like don't tell me, I'll get over it. <laughs> Interesting. Denise, how about you? Mm. At first, right, my. My first answer was to get dumped without any explanation. But then the curious side of me would just wonder why I got dumped. So I would prefer to be cheated on and find out. So that I know what exactly happened. And I guess you can use it as like feedback to self-improve. Even though it's quite damaging. Hmm. Makes sense, makes sense. If you get cheated on, there's nothing to improve. It's just yeah. the guy is... Improv- you got to improve on your taste. <laughs> oh! Oh my god. I didn't... I didn't guess that, dude. That was I was not one. expecting that. Yeah, I was that was a good one. That was a good one. Good job, Denise. I'm gonna like put that as the title of our show. You need to change your taste. <laughs> okay, next question is... What are some red flags in a relationship slash partner? Is it okay for your partner to have many exes? Uh, I think a red flag is when they uh, they constantly lie about things. It's like a very little things they also lie about. Like, I don't know what's the point of lying mm. you get. Like, they're just trying to hide stuff, I guess. Yeah. Or, mm, okay, red flags is when they, like, when you ask, like, I mean, I don't really ask. I don't really like to, like, check my partner's phone or anything. But, like, if you ask and they are, like, hesitant, then it's kind of like, That's what are you fishy. hiding? Yeah, it's yeah, super yeah, suspicious. Yeah. And if is it okay if you have a lot of exes? Wow, that's subjective. Like, it just means that you like to date and dumb, date and dumb. But, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I think, like, one red flag that you really have to look out for, right, is how they talk about um, their exes and, like, other girls in general or, like, other, like, guys, what, whichever your preference it's like you really can tell a lot, you know, from the way that when they're talking about dating, you can like sense out like if this person has like trust issues or if this person isn't as respectful as they seem to be. Yeah. And like as for the excess thing, right? I personally, like it's a personal preference that my partner does not have um, many excess, but I don't think it's a bad thing because it's like sometimes like those are just the circumstances. And yeah, um, they probably have a girlfriend since kindergarten. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's so many. I mean, of course, it's like, like it shouldn't be a ridiculous number. Lah. What's a ridiculous number? Yeah, like how many is unacceptable? Like what is the how limit? Many, you know? How many exes? I have no idea, but I, I more than you. 10 fingers, I guess. Oh yeah, that's bad. That's like very like player, right? Like I feel. Nine is also a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nine is a lot too. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if my partner has a lot of exes, right, has a lot of exes, I will feel very, like, insecure because I feel like there's a pattern, like, very easy to dump people. I will feel very scared that, like, I'll just be, like, another one to that number. You know what I mean? Okay, how about this? Like, um, you take the number of years from when they start dating and then you see how long 
every single like how long the the period is between each relationship i think that's a good way to tell whether or not it's too much so it's like if it's like like super short two months between each relationship is then it's definitely too much but if it's like they just started they just you know started dating young but it's a healthy recovery recuperation period i don't know healthy like growth Mm-hmm. relationship then I think that's alright mm, actually I agree with Lydia's point there mm, technically it doesn't matter how young you start but it's basically how long you take before you move on yeah because you could just show that you know you might be I don't know maybe you actually met someone else when you're in a relationship then you just decided to break it off maybe wait out like two months then you get into another one with the person of interest and that is kind of um overboard hmm. kind of like cheating a bit because uh, it's like you are interested in someone while you're, you're looking, in a relationship yeah you're yeah. looking for others while you're already in a relationship you know yeah should and then it's just not good uh. I think you should keep your eyes to yourself if you are in a relationship <laughs> but at the same time right like the excess thing like some I think it really depends on the circumstances because like some people really just like don't work out you know it's just like unlucky kind of thing so it's like for example you are on like a dating app for example and then you match with this person and then you try out for that period of time and then over that period of time you realize oh it's not really working out then you break off and you try another one again then it's kind of like short right yeah then i change every week i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh but on that note right would you consider dating experience part of like relationship experience because some people draw a line between dating and romance like boyfriend girlfriend nah it's all the same to me <laughs> I see it as separate same yeah Janelle you look so it. sure <laughs> no it's in like to me it's like cause dating is like you're leading up to the relationship right so it's kind of like part and parcel of it but like dating means you can see multiple people oh okay I meant exclusive dating not like the dating open dating oh okay the dating phase yeah okay but then I'll get where Sherms and Lids coming from okay next question is oh this is a hot question it's very like scandalous <laughs> can you really be friends with your ex are they sorry can ask Lydia <laughs> I, I think it's fine as long as y'all have a good foundation like in your friendship and y'all are good with like boundaries I genuinely think it's fine yes I agree to a certain extent my friends are so <laughs> Like, my friends heartily disagree with this. Like, they think it's, like... Like, that. they think that it's inevitable that um, either, like, the feelings don't completely go away or, uh, you know, you end up, like, hurting each other, like, in one way or another. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... I really feel like as long as you're drawing, like, good boundaries, yeah, or, like, yeah. You I agree with your friend, though. Like, like, one of the person either still likes the other. That's what I feel, uh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think also. There, there must be a little bit of feelings there. I mean, not both of them, but maybe one of them. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, I feel right, like being friends with your ex, like I could, okay, like from personal experience, right? I'm still friends with my ex, but it's not like best friends or like close friends. It's like, talk can talk, but like I'm not gonna like go out my way to establish like a very like close or like a good relationship or friendship with that person. Same. Like, definitely not. But, like, I feel like the, the friendship that I have with my ex right now, right, it's just that, you know, like, you're used to, for example, it's like, there are certain things that we used to talk about in a relationship that we just, like, are used to, like, talking to each other about. Like, for example, I talk to him about, like, uni stuff, and he talks to me about, like, like his army stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, it's just, like, continuing the conversation, even though the nature of your relationship has changed. Interesting. Like, you get? It's like, it's like, when, when, like, for example, if this person introduces you to a show, then you like talk to them about the show. Doesn't mean like after you break up, then you can't talk to them about the show anymore. Oh my god, I feel that. Cause right, I'll feel that it's very disrespectful to my current boyfriend if I did that to my ex. As in if you if I talk about a certain show to my ex. Like to me, right, I'm thinking that I should introduce this show to my current boyfriend. But I don't know, as in it's very subjective, but I just feel that like if you have something to talk about with with the ex, right, then you will, like, make you guys closer. And I want to maintain that distance. I'm a person who forgive but never forget, so... I can be friends with you, but I'll never forget what you did. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. It's like, it's like, nothing bad was, like, done. Hey, there... Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just my experience. 
That's why I feel like there has always been something bad that happened. <laughs> yeah, but maybe for Lydia it's different. She's wholesome. Different. <laughs> <laughs> Next is, oh, can you still have an eye candy when you're in a relationship? No, I feel so sad if my boyfriend thinks that someone is hotter or cute, like so much better looking, better looking than me, you know. I mean, that happens, but like, you know, if you just hear that, oh my God, this person is so pretty. I see her every day in school. It's just like, my God, my heart's going to be broken. <laughs> I just feel so sad. What do you think? I bet it depends on um the type of relationship you're in. Because I know like, I have friends who are like, you know, completely like, the super possessive, super jealous type. So then obviously, like, to them, it'll be no. But I also have friends who are, like, like couple friends who are, like, really chill and they're like, oh, yeah, like, this person is good looking and they'll talk about, like, they'll acknowledge it together. I think that's a very healthy way of... Yeah, yeah, I don't mind, like, acknowledging together as well. It's just that if, like, they tell you this person is the eye candy, uh, it's a different story. Mm. Yeah, because eye candy is like you're giving that person the title, right? Like, if they're so hot or cute, right, to the point where they earn the title as eye candy, yeah. Then I'll be very heartbroken, you know. Yeah. But if you're eye, can- eye candy or like a celebrity, I don't mind. Go do go do it, bro. That one is fine because you'll never get a person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can be eye candy like, I don't know, Blackpink, Jenny, Lisa. That's true, that's true. Like, it's out of your reach, kind of. Whereas, like, you know that if he eye candy is, like, someone in, like, a friend group, then there's a chance that, like, something may develop. I think if it's, like, someone in a friend group, that's, like, that's too... too little, um, what, what's that called? Too close for comfort. Yeah, too close for comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard of friends that I can be other guys when they're in relationships, and... Yeah, they are in the same friend groups also previously. La. And it was kind of difficult because I think it kind of made the guy more insecure in that sense. Yeah, so hmm, I mean, personally, I wouldn't say that it's okay to I can be people that are in your immediate surroundings. But yeah, like what you all say, la. so if you I can be a celebrity or something, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, but at least for me, like, I already, I can be my boyfriend, so it's all ah. good. <laughs> oh my God, same. I feel the same. Like, I'm happy just staring at my boyfriend the whole day. <laughs> I think I have to say same, same, guys, same. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, same, okay, same. That nervous face, oh no, oh no. Okay, I'm going to lump, like, the next two questions there, because it's kind of similar. It is, do you like your partner? And do you hide secrets from your partner? Like, personally, I feel that omission is lying, so... Your mission is to lie? Omission, omission. Oh, okay, like, okay. if you don't, if you yeah, don't okay, say something... <laughs> so, um, I... Okay, it depends. I don't hide secrets, like, those kind where, like, I'm going out with people. Like, if, if anything I hide, right, it's more of, like, if I'm unhappy and I need my time out, then I'll just say everything is okay for now. That's, like... The only thing that I don't tell until like later on, then we'll talk about it. Same, I don't lie much. I almost tell him everything. Okay, la, the lying part is the one oh, that I'm okay, but I'm not okay. It's <laughs> so stupid. But in the end, I still like say, la, just like uh, something's bothering me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White lies never hurt anyone. Never <laughs> things like, um, like I'm going out with somebody or something. I always save one boy out with. Are you guys like the type of couples that, like, you know, you exchange um password for your phone? No way. Social nope. I, I don't like it honestly I feel like I, I think we have to respect each other's privacy and like that I mean if you trust each other there's no, no you don't need for that yeah good point I don't know I feel it's just too much eh, to exchange passwords like I still need to maintain my privacy and like my that space you know exactly yeah. if somebody you both know hits on you are you going to tell your partner yeah Mm, or like yeah, a mutual friend is it yeah mutual friend yep I always tell my partner when somebody hits on me that's very common for you anyways I always say I only got my eyes on you I'm so nice <laughs> 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 ew I hate that I say all this stuff eh. why do I have a podcast like dedicated to him he doesn't even have one for me <laughs> you asked him to make one for you <laughs> yes you better make one for me okay next question is Oh, does body count matter to you? Okay, yes, no question. Uh. This one is 
Yes, uh, for me, yes. Really? How about you, Denise? Yeah, I think it matters too. I mean, it's my first relationship, so I don't know anything. Oh, so cute. Lydia, Lydia? Uh, yeah, matter. Really? I think it doesn't matter to me. Okay, why? The opposite Wait, opinion. See, right? Let me just try a hypothetical number. <laughs> okay. Go. 30. Oh, oh that's so <laughs> that 30. Yeah, that has to matter. At the age of what? Like our age. Oh yeah, but it does it doesn't even have to be our age. I still think it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like it's like okay, if you want to like say it doesn't matter, you have to qualify your statement. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter to a certain extent. So what's the number that it doesn't matter to you? Okay, la, um <laughs> Hard. Okay, wait. I guess ten. Okay, but it depends. Okay, honestly, I have nothing to justify justify this anymore. <laughs> I I to me, it's just like I don't really think it's a big deal, lah. So, but if you're hitting twenties or thirties, please just go and get your body checked, just in case you get diseases. I'm just saying. That's about it. <laughs> Next is, would you give? Oh, would you give your partner a second chance if he told you that he cheated? No. And no. oh no, never. Yeah, with whatever like remaining self-preservation I have left, I would say no. But I know some people will like give another chance. Yeah, I've I've seen so many of my friends they give second chance. And also, right, if anybody uses the reason of I was drunk, you can't use that, guys. It doesn't work because I've been drunk. We all yeah. been drunk and we are still sane to not cheat on your partner. So this is just an excuse. And if you're like drunk to the point that you don't know what decisions you're making clearly, then you really have to think about things. <laughs> you really have to think about things. Like I know some people, right, who just like, they love that person so much, right, that they are willing to like overlook it and then they will feel like it's their fault that that other person cheated. And I just feel so sad for them, honestly. They blame themselves for it. Yeah, because they're like, oh, maybe I wasn't like doing a good job as a girlfriend. So like, this time my boyfriend went to find like someone else. There are people who do that. I really don't know anybody who cheated, you know? Oh, like, really? My friends have cheated. I know so many people who cheat. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. As in, I don't know any. Yeah, that's surprising to me. Anybody. I can come like... Mm. <laughs> There's so many people like in my head. That's so scary. Wait, I want to ask about hookup culture. Is it like the getting serious too fast? No, I think hookup culture means like they they don't want to get serious. Means they just like basically they just together for a while, then they dump and then they move on and on and on. Do they do um a lot of physical stuff or it's just hang out? <laughs> in a, in I think it means a lot of physical stuff. I guess I don't know. Hookup oh. culture is like. I feel like they, they like pretend to be not pretend to be together, but like they act like a couple mm. for a while only. Like the period probably lasts for like three weeks and or like a month, and then they move on to the next. Someone actually asked this in the questions. Oh really? Really? Yeah, I think it's kind of common in the younger generation, which is probably around our age or younger. I mean, I never experienced it too. It's just I heard about a lot about it. Like my friends and stuff. I feel like it gets like a lot of um negative. Like it has a very bad reputation, I think. But it's also like you know, like I feel like people are in that phase of their life and they're just making decisions. And mm-hmm. I honestly feel like it's like I think the bad part is only it's none of our business. I think the bad part is only when like one fall in love and then the other one still <gasps> like one like oh. fall in love, right? Then the other one still like ongoing with the hookup culture like still doing it it's kind of sad mm. oh, but that would be quite emotionally draining it's like you meet someone you kind of spend time together and then you decide okay I can trust you a bit on different stuff then next, the next moment you just know the person moves on or you move on because you think like you shouldn't settle yeah it's like the, the amount of people like you go through that process with that's quite like I can't I can't imagine doing that because it's like you really have to be... Okay, I feel like you, you have to be, like, super... Like, you have to be really, really good at, like, compartmentalization. Mm. Com- like, drawing the boundaries and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I don't really know anybody who participates in hookup culture as well. <laughs> you have no cheating friends and no hookup culture friends. You really also. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. But I guess, ultimately, like, about all of this, it's kind of, like, personal... 
experiences. Like, yeah, these are all just like our opinions. But ultimately, like after you hear from us, you still have to decide on your own, like, whether or not you can forgive your partner, all that kind of thing. It's like not really our position to tell you what to do. It's just like our take on it and what we would do if we are in the same situation. So, you know, we have a lot more questions about like dating and stuff like that from uh the questions that we posted on Instagram. So uh yeah, we'll come back in a while and then we'll answer, we'll go through them and we'll answer them one by one. Hopefully it'll be of help to those who are uh, sent in your questions. Yeah, so just stay tuned for that and we'll uh we'll get to it real soon. back we would like to address all the questions or as much questions as we can for whatever that you have sent in about relationships so let's start how do you know if you really love someone versus if you just like attention interesting question i guess if you really like someone uh, versus if you really like attention um it means that uh you only want the validation from that one person instead of like having the attention of so many other guys. Uh, okay, I feel like loving someone, right? It's like it's not so superficial. If you like attention, right? Like the effort you put in is a lot lesser. So like you won't be as invested, I feel. Because like being in a relationship, right? It's not just like the good, it's also the bad. And I feel like that could like be very like emotionally like draining also but if you just like attention right why would you go through like all that extent i agree with that a lot it's like if somebody like just bails when you guys hit like a tough spot right then it's like or if like you yourself feel like you know like it's not worth the effort then it's definitely you know you know that it's like some extent of it some part of it is only for attention and you don't actually like have like deep feelings for this person mm, that's quite interesting actually you know um okay i have heard of friends that they they realize that some guys right they are losing interest then they decide to go and talk to them again yeah to gain that interest again huh? <laughs> it's for the male validation to keep them on the loop yeah i know mm. this it's the play hard to get a view so mm-hmm. so i don't like it very clearly a telltale sign that your friend just likes attention but yeah the validation part i think it's quite do you think it's quite commonplace because at least among my friends when I saw them in relationships it does seem to be the case now I want to be validated by my boyfriend yeah same I only just want like I don't need other people's compliment or like attention like if I really love somebody I just need his attention and his compliments and his validation Mm, that's how you know whether you love somebody or you like attention because like if I like attention I just want like everyone's attention Guys and girls. I think in general, this is like quite an easy question to answer. Mm-hmm. Go to something a bit more difficult, which is how to transition from you know either like dating to official, like from from dating, um, I guess like not exclusively to an official relationship, or from, or how to get out of the friend zone. Have you guys been in the friend zone before? Yes, I think so. I guess so. Never really like. If I know the person don't like me, I will never like confess or something. Yeah, I'm like that also. If I don't sense an interest, then I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, same. But there are some people who like string you along, right? And after that, they like, oh, they call you like bro. Then like, you cannot really tell. Because some people, right, like bro, right, it's like they're comfortable with you. Then they say it. But some of them, right, like for example, me, right, if a guy hits on me and I don't want them to confess to me, right? I will make it very obvious, like, bro, or, like, pal, or, like, buddy, <laughs> so that they get the hint. But then, like, I'm, I don't know, when someone else uses it, right? Then it's like, you're wondering, like, is it because, like, you're close? Then they, like, say bro kind of thing. Or are they just trying to, like, emphasize the point that you're just a bro? <laughs> I like to bring up my, like, you know, some guys, they still hit on you even if you have a boyfriend, right? Then you just, I will just keep talking about my boyfriend in front of them. Just, like, <laughs> yeah I don't know I just like do you know my boyfriend like this yeah he likes to do this too you know just to bring it up in front of their face yeah but I agree with Janelle like sometimes I'll be like bro and stuff like that but okay funny thing is like me and my boyfriend always say bro to each other 
Yeah, exactly. See, that's why it's like very... Okay, but this question came from like, I would assume, okay, some people I know, single people. So we should think in a single perspective. How to transition from dating to official? Like, are you guys the type to like, you know, like just set it clearly? Like when you feel like it's time. So you like sit the person down and you're like, let's do this. Or are you guys like the type to, you know, just go with the flow? And you just assume that you guys are official. I will go with the flow, but that question must pop up somewhere sometime mm-hmm. but like I don't like the assumption thing like you just assume your girlfriend yeah it has to like it has to be black and white kind of like it has to be very clear I don't want it to be like oh I think that like we are girlfriend boyfriend and then you're like seeing something else like oh no we're still like dating well I hate that I cannot <laughs> be clear but um how to transition from dating to official right like my personal experience was like okay with my current boyfriend right like along the way like in the dating phase we were like talk about it in what direction we want to go like if it's working or not and then I guess that sets us both on the same page you know to like becoming official like it doesn't have any like false expectations like we both know like where we stand with each other kind of but then some people very pissed to us like this kind of like very pissed to talk about it, especially if they're not sure about what the other person is feeling I think like it's a very com- like awkward conversation to have especially if you guys either okay I feel like there are like two different contexts that can give rise to this like so either you guys are super close friends and then like somewhere along the way you all started like dating and just don't know like where you guys are at or like you go like you start off on like dating apps and you don't know if there's like mutually if you guys are mutually exclusive. Maybe just one thing for dating to official you like what Lydia say can be awkward to start this because I've heard some guy friends that they ask their dates if they want to get into a relationship and then sometimes they get rejected. But I think there will come a point in time when they cannot tell the difference between dating and being in a relationship anymore. So whatever you do already feels like you're a couple. And that's when I think you roughly know that you can ask this question when you cannot see the difference. Really. Yeah, I feel like just ask. Or I feel like communication is key in this situation. Yeah. But there are also like some people who are like, you know, if they don't ask, then I'm not going to be exclusive. Yeah, yeah exactly. What, <laughs> yeah, that's the point. If you don't ask, then we're not going to be exclusive. I mean, you can just move on and say like, um, I really like you. I think we should try this out by being exclusive. Yeah. So the yeah. is just have a mature conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, when so is the bring us to yeah, yeah. the appropriate time to say, I love you. Okay, I, I love you is a really... I like you and I love you. I think that's a difference to me. Like, you can like a lot of people. Like, you like your friends and stuff but when you say you love them right means you have actual feelings for them it's kind of serious to me you can't just randomly say I love you it's so weird if you say at the wrong moment right then it's like the everything is so like awkward after that it's like it's like a wrong context wrong time and you drop the drop the ball right then it could scare the other person away so I understand why it's like a it's a question for us fun fact right okay funny story was that so my boyfriend sent me home once, right? And like when he hugged me, bye. I was like, bye, I love you, like very casually. <laughs> and oh. I wasn't like at that point of time we were still dating. And it was very, very early, but I just said it like out of habit. So I guess that kind of like broke the boundary, like the awkwardness. Because it was so casual. That's cute. That's so sweet that you guys are able to like just Wait, I bet after after <laughs> you went home, he's like, Do you just say I love you? <laughs> he didn't hear. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, but like, when would you know when is the right time? Denise, have you said it? As in like, probably have, right? When do you know it was the right time? Oh, I haven't said it, by the way. I don't know when's a good time. Wait! Oh no! Okay, he's hearing like this right three, now. Three months in. Yeah. Wait, so when do you actually say, I love you? When you wait for him to say. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but did he say it to you yet? Me? No. No, here. Denise, not yet. But they, they said three months, right? Mm, three months like how do y'all do y'all say very okay I mean Janelle said quite early on but then when y'all had a serious I love you then um, was it like a few months after or like a few weeks after mm. I feel like um, it's different though. some people just yeah. say it when they enter the relationship and some people like are like oh I must you know make sure I'm really serious about this person and then it's like them saying I love you it's like a turning point I don't think it's like an appropriate time. It's just how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like if you seriously see this person like going 
like with you like going forward you want to be with this person right and you're serious you just want him or her like only this person just one person then yeah maybe you enjoy hanging out with her like every day you think about that person yeah maybe that's when you actually know that you you love this person not, not as a friend but like as a partner it's really like feeling based so like i won't really say there's like a fixed timeline as to like how many months it's say but it's more of like a when you are super sure of your feelings but you know it's just not like infatuation anymore like when you can see like a future with this person but yeah, I waited for my boyfriend to say first, just in case you're wondering. Like, <laughs> like it was like what the first time he said it, right? Was like when we were going to sleep, or like he called me and he told me. That's like, oh okay. <laughs> but the first time was very awkward. I feel like it's very normal for the first time to be awkward. But like after after the first time, it gets better. I feel uh, personally. So if you can like laugh it off, not say laugh it off, but like like not make it awkward for both parties, right? Then I feel that it's good also. So you can just like say it when you are sure of your feelings. And then, like, if the other person's reaction isn't, like, great, you can just, like, laugh it off and, like, not make it awkward. Then I feel that you can have another chance of doing it again. Like, if it's awkward, then, like, in future, when you say it again, it's, like, a barrier, kind of. <laughs> the awkwardness accumulate. Next question. What do you guys think of using couple applications or having a couple Instagram account? Should you post your relationship, like, everything about your relationship online? What's a couple app? Um, couple specific apps right, where it's like y'all can like got the secret function then y'all can see like the location and all that kind of thing uh, sure I don't have a couple app or a couple Instagram account yeah I don't have a couple yeah mm, not really my thing that's why I guess it's preference or like mm-hmm. I don't hate it but I feel like people who okay when I was single right I say like, I see all these couples and they keep doing all this stuff and just like very ick you know like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like you see too much already it's just damn annoying but like yeah and for like posting everything online it's actually still up to you if you uh, prefer to have privacy then yeah don't okay but then right that leads to my question of like people like who don't post each other to hide their relationship because there are people who do that top tiktok phrases keep your relationship private but not a secret yes yeah. yes <laughs> Yeah, so. like if you still tell your friends that you're in a relationship, I think that's fine now. But if posting it's super low key, is it like completely like people don't know kind? Yeah, like even if your friends don't know, then that's kind of weird. Posting everything online is really just up to you, it's preference. I have friends who have the couple Insta account, but then like the followers is just the two of them. But I happen to see it like on my friend's phone, so it was very weird for me because it's like very personal things. I guess it to them is like accountability something like you keep track of your relationship so i guess it's still good like okay for example y'all go staycation or something and y'all post and like talk about the experience and like look back on it as like your couple diary and stuff i think it's okay especially if it's like private just for like the two of you to see but if you post everything online right for other people to see i feel like personally i will feel very uncomfortable like i will feel uncomfortable posting everything and I will feel uncomfortable seeing everything about someone else's relationship because, like, it's just too much, like, too much of, like, private issue that I know about somebody else. Oh, no, I can't take the ones where they, like, they fight or argue and then they post each other online. What? You mean they talk about whatever happened to cause the argument and then they blame the person yeah, on social media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, they're trying to prove each other wrong, you know. I'm okay, but it's, like, free drama for me to watch. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't really like it, like, like people who blast everything online I feel like it's like very sweet when it's like um, you actually use it as like a memory kind of thing like this is our like logbook of our relationship and like milestones and things like that but it's like it just makes me feel like it's unhealthy if you guys start to forge like an identity as a couple it's like when when you guys like do that just to establish like oh we are like a couple instead of like wanting people to see you as like separate people like do you get what i mean yeah yeah, yeah i get like you lose the sense of individuality yeah in a relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess this is another thing that's just preference law i don't think like you know you manage it your own you manage it yourself someone asked this so they asked um for ovary bear <laughs> to what extent should your boyfriend know about your periods and like to what extent do you want him to be part of your pain your suffering <laughs> Okay, by that he means like um, cause some some boyfriends like carry pets around for their girlfriends or like they track their wow. like cycle. Yeah, I have friends who carry pets oh for their God. girlfriend like in case it comes or like 
um, they, you know, there's like this app called Flow where you can check like when the period is coming so that he can be prepared to take care of her during that period. So yeah, like to what extent will you feel comfortable with your boyfriend doing that? I always tell my boyfriend when I'm having a period because that's when the period I start acting up. I mean, if you're comfortable with seeing it, then say yeah. I know some people who are very like, they really, yeah, yeah, reserve and they won't say anything about it. Yeah, again, it's preference. Also, no if, preference. Yes. Yeah. It's how you feel, no pressure. You have to say one day once you have to explain why you're acting like this. What is um an acceptable age gap difference between you and your partner? My acceptable range would be like he can be 60 years old. But like must be really rich. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know those like um TikTok they always say, I, I I don't have to study. I can just date someone who is like super old and dying. It's funny. Take all the assets. Is the supermodel with all the like the old, old guy with white hair? Um, I don't think there's like a suitable age gap as long as both are legal and you really like each other and as long as your family accepts the. Age difference? I think I do still get a bit worried when like the age difference is like for example if somebody is like 21 and then the other person is like 35 or something I do like worry about like even though it's like like they could have a healthy relationship for all you know but it's like you still think about like the power dynamics in the relationship and like how they discuss like things like living arrangements finances marriage and things like that because you're at such different points in your life you're bound to have like very big differences in like in terms of your opinion of mm-hmm. I feel like when you have a big age gap you have a rocky road ahead of you <laughs> it's, it's, some people will say it's like stable you know cause like okay for example like what you say right someone who's like 20 and the boyfriend is like 30 something it's like that person is really working and has like a stable income whereas you're like a fresh grad some people think that this is like a safer, like like more secure. Like they feel more secure around like a guy like that, where they can provide like that stability, you know. For me, I think like the maximum, right? Okay, I would never date someone younger than me, right? But I would maximum like the person I'll date can be like ten years older than me. That's the max I can accept. Mm, same thoughts. Actually, maybe it just depends on life goals also. Of right? course, some people could be for all their life, maybe they already want to settle down. Then that's why they choose someone that already wants to settle down also. Okay, we're finishing the question soon. Okay, okay. As a girl, will you ask your um partner to like go out on date? Like, will you take the first step basically? No, not partner lah. I, I mean like... Your, I mean a guy. Like, yeah, like a person that you admire or something. Before they become your partner, you ask them out. So, I, I will never do it. <laughs> it's the same as will you propose to the guy? It's still no for me. Yeah, it's a no for me too. I don't Wait. think I'll have the courage for yeah, that. Yeah, same. Right. But yeah, maybe I would write... Okay, the max I did was like doodle in my crush textbook before. Uh, as in, I'll just say his... I, I think I said his seat before. Then I use I opened his textbook to a random page and like just wrote there like all the best or something. Like uh-huh. those kind of small doodling. That's the maximum. Or like so at cute. least find snacks. That's like the... um. The, the maximum that I can go in terms of asking someone else. I feel like I feel like if you are able to do that, then like good for you, man. Because it's like it really takes a lot of courage and it really in face rejection is a lot. <laughs> I think that if you like someone and you don't really have the guts to, you know, like just outright and confess, I think there's nothing wrong with like trying to be a bit more affectionate and like just like show your like hin hin is it. Yeah, 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 like display your affections in like subtle, but also like not that subtle ways. Oh, but on that note, if you are brave and you're a go-getter, just go for it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, go for it, girl. We like, are I think all of us are just like not courageous enough. Yeah, we are just but not if, courageous enough. Yeah, if you're like a girl who like, doesn't mind, right? I feel that your partner would appreciate it. Like not having to constantly yes. fit into that stereotype of the guy. A lot of my guy friends, they are like, why can't a girl start first? Why can't a girl start first? I'm just scared. Girls, <laughs> if you can do it, just do it. Second last question. Okay, what's your relationship like with your partner's parents? What a scary question, honestly. We all say you have a good relationship with them. I only met them once, but they are really nice. Um, They're really nice people and super chill, super cool. I think you can say the same. I mean, I've been over more than once and his parents are really very friendly, very welcoming. 
Um, I would say like when I was dating, I did have like a pretty good relationship with like their parents. They loved you. And like we still like talk and everything. So like I had dinner with them recently. And yeah, it's like, like we're, we're so like, cute. Yeah. And like they used to like buy me a lot of things, which was very nice. I feel like it really depends on your luck because some parents are just not as open to, you know, like their, their like children having partners at this age. And there are some who are like, who won't be as welcoming. So it really depends on your luck. I don't know, I feel like parents, right, you always have to act proper around them. As in like, yeah, they're nice and welcoming, right? But it's very tiring because like, you have to act proper. Also act proper, like, you have to be proper, you know, I'm very scared, like, his mom say like, oh, their parents say like, oh, your girlfriend like crazy. <laughs> they cannot. Oh <laughs> like, then you get that fear, like, what if you like, don't act decently, then like. Then are you very stressed when you meet them? I am, as in, like, sometimes, especially, like, if you're in, like, open area. Not the open area, like, if you're in shared area. Do you guys remember the first time when you met them? How was mm. it the first time? It was so awkward. Mm, same. <laughs> I remember the first time I was scared, but then, like, it was super welcoming, then, like, the dinner went really well and stuff, and I enjoyed it. So, it was, like, after a while, it's just super, like, after five minutes, then it's just chill. Mine was, like, after a few experiences, then, like, I think they warm up to me and I warm up to them also. Like, the first, like, the first time we met, right, was, like, I was legit, like, hiding behind my boyfriend. I think because I was scared. Like, I, I think, like, predominantly, like, it was fear. Yeah. And shy. Yeah, that too. Okay, last question. How do you overcome the post-honeymoon phase in a relationship? What is post-honeymoon phase? Because they say, like, after the honeymoon phase, right, then things get boring, then, like, start fighting or like the or like the bad habits start coming out understand your partner better from just the superficial cutesy stuff I think I'm still in honeymoon phase at for LDR <laughs> I'm literally just two months into LDR so it's still honeymoon phase so I can't speak yeah, for the post so we can hear from the rest I feel like okay it depends on like what kind of things like they you find out about them so obviously they are like the very like endearing like flaws that that like slowly you're like oh like this this is like a a really bad habit for them and then you try to like accept it and try to like I think okay on one hand right it's really sweet because you're starting to see like who they uh like you're starting to see their true character and they're becoming like comfortable enough with you to show like who they really are and like what they are when they're like what they're like when they're like truly comfortable, which is like very sweet. Like, I think I think it's like a sweet thing. But at the same time, like if it's you know, if you start seeing red flags <laughs> post honeymoon, then I don't think it's something you should overcome. I think you should leave. <laughs> I don't know. I personally, right, like my honeymoon phase after that, right, I could feel like the difference. So we fought like quite a bit. As in <laughs> <laughs> like honeymoon is like a very like happy, happy, like it feels like a very dreamy phase. Then after that, it's like when everything starts to like set in. You understand that like your partner isn't like perfect and like no one is perfect lah. But like at the same time, like it feels like we're in the honeymoon phase. So I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of communication lah. Everything I say right today is just communicate. Like if you are unhappy about something that your partner does, just tell him. If he's unhappy, then he tell you. Then you guys like come to a consensus about it. Yeah, everything is just communicate. And that's, I feel like, that's how... Oh, and put in effort. Animal face because you're getting to know someone new, right? So it's like you devote a lot of, like, energy and, like, effort it's to them. It's the love bomb, where they bomb you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's right. the start, right? But yeah, then after the that, start. like... And then the... It slowly goes down. Yeah, love bomb. So yeah, I guess just maintain, like, communication and effort and, like, you should be fine. For that, right, I'm quite curious. Your, um... I'm okay but not okay actually caused you all to argue after that. Has it ever escalated before? Yeah, so if you come across some touchy topic, then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm fine. Then you just, pre- or just like, okay, I will get over it. But then it doesn't, you don't get over it. Do you all have that? Like, you mean argue because of the, I'm okay. No, you're not okay. No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as, as, as in, it's not something happened. Then you're like, okay, I'm okay. But actually, you're not okay. Then you don't talk about it until... A while later, because the thing happens again, for example. Then do you, I don't know, explode? Um, I because you bottle your feelings. My okay but not okay always, he always knows it's not okay lah. So we always talk about it afterwards. He knows that it wasn't okay. So yeah, it's like every time I say I'm okay, but I am not. And we'll solve it after that. 
want to say no you're not mm, okay so the key learning point really is just to be communicative no matter what yeah I feel like if you bottle it up, right, you will explore, especially if it's something that keeps, like, occurring. Then you just feel very, like, you will, you're, like, a ticking time bomb. So every time it happens, right, the chance of you exploding is even, like, higher. And, like, the damage is also, like, I would say, like, when you explode, right, the damage is quite bad because you, like, actually lash out on the person. Like, maybe it's very, like, bad, you know, in that kind of situation. Mm, so that's kind of also looking out for your red flags in general, right? Like, if yeah, something yeah. that you, there's something that you can't overlook, then you need to address it. If not, yes. it's, do you think it's time to go if it's something that you cannot accept, you know? Mm. Yes. Finish all the questions. Good job, everyone. <laughs> Yay. I just like to sum up, you know, it's kind of, it's just our personal opinions to all the questions that you guys sent in. So yeah, take it with a pinch of salt. Um, Have like your own judgment and like opinions on the issues so, so like you can counter. Like it's just like a discussion about like different sides. Um, Those with partners just, Appreciate, love, and take care of your partner. Put in effort, communicate. Yeah, that's pretty much what we talked about today. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Oh yes, follow us on Instagram at Radio Pulse. And every Sunday, we will drop the question box for yes, you. Send in your questions. Send in us questions. Send and we'll answer questions. them in the show next week. Okay, see you next week. See you guys. See you. Bye. 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 Tune in to Pajama Party on Spotify every Friday here on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Good night, sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs>